Hey, this Yo. Hey, is this Bodie Jones? This is Mr. Bodie Jones. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. My name is Scott and I'm calling from the interview show. Hey Scott, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. Just cooking some dinner. Great. What's for dinner? Dinner is soy a soy chicken patty with rice and uh, corn and peas. Pretty gourmet. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> hey, my name's Bodie Jones, and you're listening to The Interview Show. The world will be here soon. My, the time sure did fly. I heard it on the news. They'll be here soon. Barack Obama, Al Roker, Regis and Kelly, even though Brangelina, Coca-Cola, Tiger Woods and the great Ray Liotta. But what if it rains? Oh no. What if it rains throughout the Olympic Games? Hell Nino, let it snow. We spent a lot of money, we want a big show. Hell Nino, let it snow. Canada's going for gold Oh, Canada May need a little more snow A little more snow The stars will be here soon Camera crews and big bright balloons I heard it on the news They'll be here soon Conan O'Brien, Stephen Colbert, Rob from Twilight, and John Mayer, Randy Jackson, Simon Cow, Harry Potter, and Hedwig Yow. But what if it rains? Oh no. What if it rains throughout the Olympic Games? Hell, Nino, let it snow. We spent a lot of money, we want a big show Hell Nino, let it snow Canada's going for gold Oh, Canada may need a little more snow Could you make it colder? 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell, Nino, let it snow. We spent a lot of money. We want a big show. Hell, Nino, let it snow. Canada's going for gold. Oh, Canada may need a little more snow. A little more snow. A little more snow A little more snow A little more snow Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Today we have Bodie Jones on the line. Bodie has just written a song called Hail Nino, and it's been called the unofficial theme song to the 2010 Vancouver Winter Olympics. It's a great little song. Bodie, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing great. Now, we just heard your song, Hey El Nino. 
I like your song because so much of Vancouver, and it's necessary, has been pro-Olympics. And you yeah. sort of wrote a song that's sort of a comical look at, uh, a critical look at the Olympics. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if, I think so. You, it seems like you maybe got it. I don't, I don't think, uh, it's funny, I've done a lot of like uh, media and TV shows and stuff, and they, they, didn't, they didn't notice the tongue-in-cheekness of it. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, this, this, we spend a lot of money. We need we need a big show. That was kind of like a little stab ish. Although I'm I am enjoying the Olympics. So, but yeah, it was definitely tongue in cheek, silly song. But <laughs> people have been enjoying it, I guess. Well, yeah, I like what you decided to do with it. So, could you talk a little bit about you know why you decided to write a song that has this sort of mixed take on the Olympics? Um, actually, it was there's a radio station in town that was doing sort of a, a humorous um, a snow drive, a snowbank 2010. So they were, gonna, they were asking people, their listeners, to bring them truckloads of snow and they'd bring it up to Cyprus, sort of as a joke, but actually a lot of people ended up bringing snow from ice rinks and stuff. But anyways, they wanted me to do a song for it and asked, like, do you have any songs with snow in the song or anything to do with, yeah, snow, basically. They didn't even mention Olympics. And I was like, no, but I'll try to write something. So sat there and... 90 minutes later I had Hey El Nino and it was and then it just took off I guess they I went and played it live at the station and they said they'd never they hadn't had a song in one day more more requests in one day than that so then I quickly went to the studio my friend's studio the bunker and we recorded it in a couple hours and yeah so kind of it's just funny how it took off like that it's great it's great so when you sit down and write a song like that does it come like lightning at first I quickly googled hey, uh, uh, El Nino just to make sure it was a, a an El Nino year I, I think I heard that somewhere so I just wanted to make sure that that was happening as soon as I had hey El Nino let it snow the chorus came to me pretty quick and then I just took some of the celebrities that were in the news and then some that are just ridiculous like the great Ray Liotta I just thought that was that was kind of silly and Brangelina Yeah, uh, yeah. So it was. Yeah, it really did come quick. It was not hard at all to write that one. I wish it was like that for the rest of my songs, but (laughs) this one came quickly. And yeah, it's crazy. I've been trying to spending a career trying to write introspective, deep feeling songs, and then I write the silly one, and everybody loves it. (laughs) Yes. Well, there are worse things to happen. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, that's cool. You've done a uh, you've done a lot of press for this. You said, and I was yeah. hoping that you could talk about you know what your feelings are in that. Uh, I get. I did. I guess, yeah. So we did Canada AM, uh, and then on CTV, and then Global Morning Show, and Global uh, Evening News, and then a whole bunch of radio stations around. Actually, yeah, around BC. So um, my my take on it is, I'll take the I'll take the fifteen seconds of notoriety and then hopefully people will check out my album which is coming out april 1st i'm just recording that right now so at the same studio i did hail nino so um, i took it as a way to get my name out there well there's two directions i wanted to go with this uh one is that ctv is the station that's carrying the olympics mm-hmm. and your publicist did a great job of tying the song to the olympics yeah so how did they feel about the song they they loved it they thought it was like i guess I guess for a lot of people, it's like, yeah, we did spend a lot of money. We we need it to snow. So they, yeah, they got right on board with it. You were talking earlier about how trying to make all these serious songs and then you write sort of a funny song and it takes off. I think it taught me something that um, people, want, first of all, maybe get a little bit out of your own self. Sometimes write things about what's going on around you is definitely, people are going to relate to that quickly, maybe easier than really getting into into your head. 
So, so I don't know. I think I will, I will from now on have a bit more fun with writing and maybe some more commentary satire. Be a bit silly because I do have that sense of humor side to me, but I usually just, you know, woe is me. So, so <laughs> yeah, I think it was a good a good lesson. Yeah, well, not a lot of people can write songs about global warming and, uh, you know, make it catchy and, you know, I guess digestible. Yeah. What's the next large cause you want to tackle? Probably, I just watched Food Inc. I'd like to get people more aware of what we're eating and how we're treating our other fellow living creatures. (laughs) So maybe I'll write a song about that, bring some more awareness to that. Cool, cool. Now, was I reading in your press release that you are a busker? Yeah, I am a busker. That's what I do. Did you have a chance to do that during the Olympics? I haven't yet, but I'm going to do it for sure before the end. So as a busker, I was hoping that you would have got out earlier to, to play your song while the uh, everyone's here for the Olympics. <laughs> Actually, I didn't, you know, it's, that's weird. I, did, I didn't even think about doing that, taking the song to the people. I guess I, guess I kind of, it just took off without me, and I didn't even, you know, I was just like, okay, cool, I'll, ri- I'll run with this. But I hadn't thought, like, it's, you know, I hadn't thought, like, I want everybody to see me playing the song. It wasn't, it wasn't like that, so. I don't know, but I will when I go there. I will definitely play the song a couple times for sure. Please get out there and do it. Um, before yeah. we end the call, can I just ask you for like one strange busking experience? Yes. Uh, what would be this? Man, I've had a lot, but I guess one time a couple gave me, just walked by casually, gave me $350 in my box and just like, just kept walking and said, don't, don't give up. You sound great. That was pretty insane. And I really needed that money to pay rent at the time. And then I guess re- the most recent one that was crazy was I got uh, robbed, like uh, not pr- not like it wasn't a good robbery, but uh, I guess like a, a, a drug addict guy came up and was kind of eyeing my cash, and then he just grabbed it, looked at me. We both looked shocked, and then he whipped across Robson, and I was standing there contemplating should I should I let him take? It was about sixty or seventy bucks. I was like, should I let him take that? And then oh no, hell no! So I put my guitar down right there on the street and I just ripped after him. He was on a bike, it turns out, but I, I was in flip-flops and I was in, I was able to chase him down somehow. I don't know how, but I caught him and he gave me my money and I ran back and there was a big crowd of people cheering me like, yeah, woo. And yeah, I guess they took care of my case and guitar while I was fighting crime. <laughs> hey, my name's Bodie Jones and you're listening to The Interview Show.
Up here in Canada, we've got some really nice beaver, and lots of it. Sometimes we get more beaver than we know what to do with. We get into our homes, our places of business, and we have to chase them out. Hello? Hello, do I have one of the Team Canada DJs? You do indeed. I'm going to try to do this on speakerphone here and get both of us. Nice, cool. nice. Um, here, hold on a second. Let me know if you can hear us. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> hey, we're Team Canada DJs, and you're listening to the interview show. Word up. Check it out. Great, great. All right. Well, welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host, and today I have two of the Team Canada DJs. I would love it, you guys, if you could introduce yourselves. Hey, my name is Raphael, government name, uh, DJ name DR1. I'm Aaron, Grand Theft. Sweet, guys. So I'm doing sort of a mini show on the Olympics, and you guys have come into town and you're playing a bazillion Olympic shows, and most of them are in Whistler. So can you tell me a little bit about how that's been for you? Well, basically, we got to do the uh, DJing, and then after a while, the hosting of the medal ceremonies every day at the Whistler uh, Medals Plaza, which is kind of crazy. That's where all the foreigners and everyone goes to from any age category to go watch the medals given out. So basically, we intro and host this event until the medals are actually given out. So you guys actually aren't doing any DJing? No, we're, we're, we're definitely DJing the whole time. It just is blossomed into... Uh, you know, us kind of hosting and uh, really running a very structured show, I guess, uh, from 5.30 to 7 every day in Whistler, on the medal stage, front and center, um, like right leading right up until the medals are given up. But we're working with dancers and scripts and all kinds of things that are, like, we're like club DJs, you know, the way we see it, and producers. So to us, this is like way out of our comfort zone, but really an awesome opportunity and a uh, good time. Well, it sounds like a great opportunity, and I'm really happy for you guys. I would love it if you could talk a little bit about the DJing, because uh, as a guy living in Vancouver, the streets in Vancouver go nuts every once in a while. But when I look on television, it looks like the party's really happening in Whistler. So I was hoping to get your perspective. Well, it's pretty crazy. See, the, the metal stage that we do is wild because there's so many charged up people who come out to watch their favorite athlete or a person from their country win a medal. So when we DJ there, it's a bit more family-friendly. You know, we're not playing the stuff we would do in a club, but then we go to the clubs at night, and then we play these shows where just people are going wild. Like, the clubs in Whistler aren't big, and there's so many people out here, so that we have to uh, accommodate, or the clubs have to accommodate to mass crowds. Sorry, we're going from one to the next. But uh, the parties overall are just nuts, and everyone definitely, you know, has, has a lot of national pride, but... Uh, everyone's coming together, and no one, you know, like every country, you'll see someone from Austria and be like, oh, my God, like you guys won the gold in skiing yesterday, and everyone's just sort of hugging and giving high fives the whole time. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a real party up here. I mean, even walking the streets, every day we leave the metal stage, we walk the streets, and it's just wild, like people singing anthems and uh, waving flags and uh, all kind of, you know, brothers of the world, but at the same time, uh, just really, really cheering the countries on, and that's it's like that to the nth degree in the medals plaza, like five thousand people going crazy. Well, that sounds great. I was hoping that you could talk about the crowds that you're DJing to and how you approach selecting your music. Um, well, it's interesting, man. I mean, we we kind of came into it thinking we really wanted to uh, really rep Canadian music. So we, I think we came into it thinking we wanted to do that and play a lot of new music, play a lot of our own music. 
But as time's gone on, we've realized that, I mean, um, the artistry of it aside, that, you know, we're really playing to such a diverse group of ages and in different countries and nationalities and cultures. And so, I mean, we already are dealing with, we're talking to the crowd a lot, and we're already dealing with kind of a language barrier. We're talking in English and French, and it's, uh, it's there's already a language barrier. I mean, some nights it's all Norwegians, you know, Belarus is there in Germany or something, and it's like, some people speak English, but no one speaks French, and then it's like, you know, there's like 20% Canadians there, maybe. So we expect it to be a lot more Canadians than there are, but, I mean, it's really, we don't, it's hard to cater to, we try to look and say, hey, there's, there's some Germans, we try to play some German music, we literally do that, but at, at the end of the day, we try to play the world hits, you know, like big UK and American, you know, classic rock, and, uh, top 40 songs that, that people are going to recognize. And we do try to slip in indie music and our own music, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, we really are trying to get this place going wild and picture, like, 5,000 people um, out there where you're trying to get them singing along and just get the energy crazy so everyone's kind of having a good time together. You know, like more bringing people together rather than catering to one group or another. When we first started, we were trying to be a bit cool with it, like Aaron was saying, and play a lot of Canadian stuff. But as time's gone on, we found a couple songs that have, Maybe done better than others. Always depending on the day and who's won medals that day. So one day there'll be tons of Germans because the German figure skater or whoever won the gold or whatnot. But uh, okay, sorry, I cut you off a little bit there. But I'm going to interrupt and say, okay, if it's an all German crowd, what does that mean you play all craft work? <laughs> all craft work. I actually played Tour de France today, actually for real. Um, but uh, I mean today, actually, we also try to cater to the bands that are playing because. Keep in mind, we're playing every night. We're, with the met- we walk off the stage at, at 6.59, and they give out the medals at 7. And right after that, like 7.30, it's like either Deadmau5 or The Roots. Today, it's Devo. So, I mean, we played an all-80s set today before, you know, before the dancers came out and stuff. And, and it basically was like, you know, we'll, we'll try to cater to the groups, too. You know, we play a lot of dance music the day Deadmau5 was there. You know, we're, we're just, uh, you know, we try to cater to the crowd that's there that's coming also to see the the headlining act as well but um yeah i mean it's tough to say man we all we uh, i i don't think there's any like major major surprises like like raf said i mean we're if anything we're kind of um trying to pick songs that we feel like are going to touch the most amount of people and it's very different from dj in a club it's a really different experience but we're really honored to be on the on the metal stage we're playing on a booth with the olympic rings on it i mean artistry aside, we're really trying to do something. We do it in a cool way and scratch it up and remix stuff, and we get our moments to really do our own thing. But a lot of things that we're trying to do are really trying to hype the crowds and, um, and uh, you know, just get it going. Of course, of course. So can you give me the top three Canadian songs that have the biggest appeal across all countries? Oh, tough one. Ah, uh, damn. Top three Canadian songs. Um... We went with uh um we went with uh we went with I mean Rebellion we've been playing every time. Rebellion by Arcade Fire. I said that on C B C today. I mean uh that's a really great epic song that we love. The Hey song by Gary Glitter has gone off every night because yeah. everyone in sports knows that song. Yeah, huge. Every night. We've been playing Rockin' in the Free World by Neil Young. Um we play Drake songs. We play Cardinal songs. Uh, but yeah, definitely, I would say I would almost say the Hay song is the biggest one, and we've been doing that every night because it's, it's such a sports jam, and uh, it gets the crowd going. You know, we we get the call and response thing going, and 
I mean, when you see some of the videos, it's really crazy to see you know, all these people from all over the world, like different places, all kind of singing along and stuff, you know? <laughs> hey, we're Team Canada DJs, and you're listening to the interview show. Word up. Check it out. You already know what it is. It's the best in the hip-hop biz. This is Mr. Cardinale of the Shell, a.k.a. Celebrity Okay, it's all about Canadian club. You know what time it is. It's Team Canada! This crowd has been waiting for Canadian club, similar yet different. It's a Canadian thing. Now, 151 countries. Canadian club. What up, DR? You already know what time it is. It's time to get crazy. It's time to get ill. You know what I mean? Listen. Mind-bottling, isn't it? Did you just say mind-bottling? Yeah, mind-bottling. When things are so crazy, it gets your thoughts all trapped like in a bottle. Nice, nice. Now I've got one more question. Uh, you guys have done a remix of uh, Guess Who, American Woman, and you've done a remix of, I think, a Neil Young song. And I was wondering... The American Woman one, uh, I don't even know if we dropped that yet. Good idea. Maybe we'll play that tomorrow. But then the Neil Young, yeah, we definitely played that, and it's, it's going off. I wanted to ask, why has no one done a remix of Anne-Marie Snowbird? <laughs> yeah, that's a jam, too. That is a jam. We've actually been working for a while on... Um, on uh, like an all Canadian CD, and you know we put a lot of the songs that we we're working on on this last CD, but uh, we'll continue to kind of throw them in. We all, always remix them. Raph uh, did an edit of of "Ahead by a Century" by Tragically Hip, and we've actually been playing that a lot too. And that goes off. I mean, Canadians. That's a really that's a song that really unites Canadians. I think because uh, it's a jam that's really probably only a jam in Canada, and. Um, it's just classic stuff, you know. We did a kind of beat-driven edit of it. Hey, on behalf of all the Team Canada, you know what time it is. It's Mr. Cardinalo for shout, okay? Okay, okay. What? What? You were listening to Canadian Club. That's right. That's right. 
Disappointing you scared